how are you hope you're good hope you've been uh feeling this warm weather that you've been having it's a good change from the cold that you've been dying from <laughs> but welcome to we are feel it's another episode and i think we are in episode 17 now hope you've been enjoying the rest of our content uh we have been having amazing amazing guests come through hope you have also listened to ask rita uh, she gave us some hints into her life and that was very very enjoyable and uh as you can see today i'm also we are also having another guest and this guest let me tell you when i first met him we met at textiles i think in april and i met him doing um interviews yeah mock interviews right yes uh and while the question he was asking at first i was just like oh my god who is this i need to talk to him after this because yeah he was very uh he gave so much wisdom and he gave some some very very good feedback to the startups that were there and then after that when he started catching up of yeah he blew my mind with the things that he's doing uh as a young person um how he's teaching people like me because i attended one of his boot camps which you'll tell us more about um how to handle my money and how to go through a, um how to plan my own personal um what would i say my own personal um finances hey, finances thank you my own <laughs> personal finances so yeah so i'd let him introduce himself tell us what he is uh doing uh and then we can jump into it yes thank you very much leah uh, my name is clarence mvoro it's a pleasure to be here at we are few it's a very beautiful place very beautiful ladies here uh, very handsome man here. Yes, <laughs> yes, very handsome. But my name is Clarence Mhoro. Number one, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. I love God. Yeah. I am an entrepreneur. I run a company called Young Investors Africa. Yeah. Uh, the fund space for Formula yeah. One. Yeah. Um, I've co-founded a platform called Empreneur with some oh, of my mentors. Nice. Um, and I'm also uh investor so oh. i love finance i did finance in university yeah i'm a graduate yeah uh, you know in case yeah, <laughs> um, and also i'm a leader in various capacities in my church yeah. um in my entrepreneurial community called attic shout mm -hmm. out to the guys there amazing entrepreneurs and um yes i think that's me clarence oh thank you thank you so much for that introduction so i think as you can see and the introduction he has given i think you can you can have a bit of like you know know what you're about to talk about so today uh the conversation that we want to talk to have is about um personal financial wellness let me call it that but mostly uh with a focus to your own journey, your own journey. uh and as you also like give lessons from our mistakes, from the myths that we have had about money, from the belief systems that people have about money. So, and mostly the fact that our group is young. So I yes. think it, 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 it starts a good, it sets like the pace to have like now bigger conversations on investment. Yes. We're just starting on beliefs and the myths and the mistakes and, and your lessons and uh, your story, which I think would be encourage so many young people out there. So let's start with, Tell us how your financial uh, journey started, or personal financial journey started. Amazing, amazing. I think um, my journey, uh, it's, uh, it's been a very interesting journey. Yeah. We're still learning and still growing yeah. and always trying new frontiers, which is very exciting. So yeah. it's good to try new frontiers. Like one of the new frontiers this year, it was taking a loan for the first time. Mm -hmm. Not because I needed it, but yeah. because I need, needed to expand. Mm -hmm. And. Um, then now I've learned how to manage it. Now I take a bigger loan next year. Next year, yeah. And so it's very exciting. And so my journey said in primary school, mm -hmm. I was uh, I was a businessman from 10 years old. <laughs> and I was selling photos of newspapers yeah. uh, in school um, or sports because I was in a boarding school. Mm -hmm. and that was my first encounter with money and yeah. resources. And yeah. I was enjoying life, you know. Mm. And um, I went to high school. I met a friend of mine called Matthew. We partnered together to sell pin pops. We used yeah. to sneak in pin pops with a discola. So I would, I would be the supplier and the yeah. seller. And um, I would look at my wallet and I'm like, man, God is good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, we, we were in a mixed school, so you could, you know, Valentine's yeah. in a Sababisha Kidogo Kali. And um, now Matthew left to finish school. He was one year ahead of me. So that yeah. just ended. But mm -hmm. in my heart, I knew that I loved business. Mm -hmm. In my heart, I knew that I loved finance. Yeah. When I was in primary school, um, you know, I think you relate what your parents do a lot. Mm. So my dad told me you should become a financial analyst. And I used to say later on, I'll be a financial analyst. And I spoke it into existence. Yeah. And um, when I went to university now, I recognized the need for for you to be able to have any finances. You need to earn first. Yeah. 
and so now my way of earning was through business. Mm-hmm. So do businesses here and there, high school did happy socks. I mean, university yes, yeah. did happy socks. Mm-hmm. Like you and yeah. she's doing socks. Um, and it was a very good opportunity for me to earn mm. and also manage money. Yeah. And so I would earn, save some, go out with some, buy more stuff with some. Mm-hmm. And that turned out. Then in 2019, January, I started a savings platform. Um, as a finance guy, I was like, I save in a circle yeah. called Mahasibu Circle. It was giving us 20% return on dividends. Mm. My friends weren't saving at all. You know, you fear banks. Yeah. You're like, you don't have a KRA pin. Yeah. And so I was like, let me be the bridge. And so through that, I, when you have an idea, and usually call them God ideas, I got yeah. it in church when I was in prison worship. I like, guys, go to church, man. That's a huge financial <laughs> wellness. And I was like, oh my God. And you see, don't even think about what if, you know, just yeah. just at that next minute. And mm. so the next week I just stayed at home. I was just planning everything out. Yeah. Then when you're young, you need to utilize your resources. Yeah. We have a young person in your class who is very passionate about marketing. Tell them, can you give me some tips? And they can do it for free, mm. right? I, for me, for the legal, I used to go to my business school lecturer. Sir, can I come for consultation? Yeah? And then I asked her, what do you think? You know, so because you don't have resources, but you manage, yeah. you talk to mentors, ask them questions. Yeah. And so that was my first, and I, I told people to save with me. Mm-hmm. People are coming. They will, they will trust me. I would give them contracts. I would tell them yeah. this is a vision. I would have to invest to get in the future, but now you can save with me at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And what happened is that people tried saving a lot with me. And at the point, I even got scared. I was like, can I manage this money? You know? Yeah. If Kwanza, one, one of my friends told me, if you lose my money, I'll help you here. If you lose my money, I'll finish you. And I told you, just take your money and go away. <laughs> and, um, but it made me mature. Yeah. Because I think pressure can either kill you mm. or produce diamonds. Yeah. And so I learned, how can I manage a lot of money? And so I was forced to read quicker, mm. um, how to handle pressure, look at a way to de- deliver returns yeah. in a way of doing cash flow management where you put some in the circle, some in the machinery, this one, once you withdraw. So I learned how to manage money yeah. uh, at a very young age. At that point, I was 18, and I was learning how to manage that money, how to how to invest, mm-hmm. doing investment challenges, and um, I really it was a really wonderful journey. And now, just going through business, understanding investments very deeply, and investing well, mm. and now telling people to invest, and then I was teaching people how to invest, earning more money, doing more business, earning more money, doing more business, giving money, losing money. Yeah. So that's been my journey, and it's been a very wonderful one. And, I thank God for the lessons learned. I yeah. think when you're young is when you make the mistakes, um, yeah. is when you learn, is when you try things out, is when you take on risk. Because mm-hmm. you know when you're young, you can you can blow anything, anything and yeah. still rebuild yeah. a day later. Yeah. That's been my journey. Oh, wow. I think, um, <laughs> I think personally, my first interaction with like money, money was maybe, I think maybe like three, four, no, when I finished high school, we were part of this volunteer group where they give us a stipend for transport mm-hmm. and they give us i think like two thousand per week and then um after that i went to volunteer in Bajingo, so they used to give us like more because mm-hmm. you know hardship areas <laughs> <laughs> that's where the money is. yeah that was that's where the money is so i uh, volunteered there for like four months mm-hmm. um but at that time like i didn't you know for me it was just money i didn't have like i didn't think about like investments or like savings then it was get money, spend, get money, spend. spend. That was um, what I I hadn't even thought like the intricacy of of, of like other other things. Uh, and then you know when you go to campus, uh, you're given money weekly for uh, food and and stuff. And I also think at, also at that point, it's just like I think I'm I'm like most of everyone, <laughs> like I'm most people. <laughs> uh, when you're just given money, you know. The same thing is spending so get money you spend get mm. money you spend and also when you are young we never i think got to see like our parents tell us about savings or something so i remember my dad when he comes with money he'd give me then tell me count that money and i'll just count it <laughs> <laughs> for him yeah. um and then i think also in campus i never thought so i started think thinking more about money when i also started running a startup um getting uh when i was running when i was part of chapter and also at that point you had started success mm. um and so just learning about how to first um as a business how do we plan this money we used to run events so where does this money go to um and also we used to have like some interns how do you facilitate facilitate them 
and then for success it was about now just getting how i needed the merchandise how do you spend that money how much is the profit making and, and stuff like that and i think progressively now i've i've had now much interest in terms of okay so maybe i've learned a bit about business mm. but also about my own financial uh how is my financial wellness looking like yeah how my personal finances looking like and now when i got now into corporate mm. um and then you're being paid monthly and um maybe your expenses are not um are not as much because um it just um, um it's just me i don't have family or someone else yeah. uh but ladies, ladies yeah. don't have expenses <laughs> <laughs> so you just i just had like expenses and mm. so i was like okay so this extra money yeah. where do i where do you put it where do i put it um yeah there's this there's this i saw today it was saying a lady who earns 13k stays in a house for 25k oh. ladies you guys enjoy life <laughs> no i was not that kind but that's on a light note actually yeah. back to your story i think um the first time actually did volunteering too mm. and hey so the first time you got to a monthly stipend for the last four weeks, you yeah. know, so we said with our friends, yeah, we go out. Hey, was mistake. Yeah. Hey, that was a financial mistake. You went because we went out. Obviously, <laughs> I had my budget. Yeah. But then there's a there's this you know these characters, oh. and they're like, Andre, where where you are, Takulishia. Ah yeah. So I was left with such a huge bill uh, at K1, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was calling people. Where? Sure, 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 sure. I know, so, like no one to pay. So back. my first stipend, yeah, I didn't even see even one shilling, thousand. Oh. That same day, I didn't finish I, a day. A day. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, when when first stipend, um, I used to use it just for fair because the stipend was also not as much. Two thousand, mm. you're thinking in a week, it wasn't that much. When I went to Bajiko, no, I yeah. I used it to mostly I like paid for my own school registration for campus. Um, and nice. so I didn't want because I didn't want someone to influence like what course I do, <laughs> so I saved up and then paid my registration with the coops. I think we usually have because I was mm. doing, I wasn't uh government, I think it was uh module two. Um, so I paid and then registered and did it. And so I went home and said, uh, I'm actually doing project management, and because <laughs> wow. I've already paid, I've already gotten a school, I love that everything. So yeah. that's how I used I spent it. Um, so when I started working, that's mm. when I was like, okay, I need to understand money better. Uh, and I was also, I think I was also coming from a scarcity mentality. Mm. So I was a bit fearful about investments and I also didn't know so much about savings. So that's when I started wanting to learn more. My interest grew. I think now this year has been where I've made huge steps mm. in terms of investments. Actually, after attending your investment bootcamp. Amazing. Uh, is when I started like being very, and I at least understood more concepts, and I really liked how you taught it because it was so easy for me to understand, so easy for me to implement, and I actually got the structures working, and now I I can see myself growing. Um, so yeah, I think that has been like my money um journey in a way, and mm. I think I've just had to figure it out by myself most oh. part of it. Mm. <laughs> so in regards to that, how did your upbringing? um affect how you view money how you related to money um and also contributed to your journey so far i think i have one of the biggest advantages because of my dad yeah my dad was an accountant mm. and an accountant how he works <laughs> yeah he'll tell you there's no money but if the cash spoils and they need hundred thousand yeah there'll be money for yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yes yes <laughs> They're very, they're very stingy. Yeah. You know, and number three, um, he told us to start saving from a very young age. From mm. even when he was saving us, saving us, yeah. Tells you, you save money, but top up. And so he's given us a very big advantage in life, mm -hmm. and even just from seeing him mm. in that um, space, yeah. where he was also head of investments for a large company, oh, nice. and he would share some lessons. You mm. know, like yeah. Even as men, even as young men, just strive to relate to be a great father. Because mm. that's the biggest legacy you can have. Because yeah. you have to be the biggest legacy. Yeah, very you know? true. They outlive you. Yes. Mm. If you if you are trying to live down generational wealth, if you don't live down generational habits, it will all be lost. Mm. Oh, so, so that's guys, a good yeah. one. That's a good one. So, should be drunk away. It ends up yeah. from a lounge. So you cannot just have think about generational wealth. You have to think about generational values. What exact values are also yes. are you also impacting to make sure that this wealth goes down? 
Yes. Yeah, you'd rather, if, let's say you're competing, and yeah. let's say it's a game. Yeah. You're at a billion amount of billion mm-hmm. by 40. Yeah. I would rather take five years mm-hmm. and not grow, but yeah. mentor these kids to an extent. Probably you're at 1.5 billion. Right. Yeah. And probably you'll end up being higher, but this that is the best investment yeah. because yeah. it's a long-term game. And yeah. that's what people need to understand. It's not a uh, one-year game, it's a 50-year game, 100-year game, 1,000-year yeah. game. Yeah. And so my dad was very instrumental. Yeah. I saw him invest so yeah. in real estate. I saw him move from humble beginnings. And mm-hmm. and so I I have seen the power of risk, the power of even taking debt yeah. as a tool to create wealth. Not to spend, but to create wealth. To create wealth. And so my, my upbringing has been very good. Mm. As I said, I was doing business from a very young age, so I was yeah. understanding it a bit. I was really interested in finance. When I was in high school, I was doing business. Mm. And so, like, um, I would just look at that textbook and see Richard Branson mm. and see his journey. Yeah. And so, like, I just had that mentality of, I want to be the best entrepreneur in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been, I really thank God for the teachers I've had, yeah. um, for my experiences with money. You know, when you, uh, when you lose money, you know, like you are, you are yeah. boxing the bunjo, to even learn how to take care of your money, you yeah. know how to split your money, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, if you're working <laughs> in town, if you have a thousand, you can find so quite So So I think those two lessons, those tiny ones, you know. where instead of you getting an entire three thousand, mm. they give it to the school, and then you're getting ten bob every week. Every week, so oh, it doesn't get lost at once. Yeah, you yeah. know. And so I think it's been a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my upbringing has really taught me the way. Yeah. And then I read a book called Richard to a Dad when I was around sixteen years old, and it mm. blew my mind away. And it showed me now how to think yeah. like a financial expert. expert how to yeah. think, how to create wealth from mm. nothing. There's a chapter called The Rich Invent Money. Mm. I was like, oh my god, this is an invention game. It's yeah. a value creation game. game yeah. Money should be created and circulated. circulated and so yeah. that was really exciting. Oh, nice. Um, I think for personally, I don't think I've ever had a money conversation with an adult, really. Um, I would see, as you mm-hmm. see, I would see like, um, like the other time I was counting money for my dad. I would identify the times that you're having financial issues because it affected us in a way, you know, like when you don't have school fees at that point. And also, um, I think also through the journey of seeing my mom's youth and how much money was spent, I think that I also saw that. Um, but also in our family, as we said, um, we, it's the kind of family where if you ask for something, I'm going to But kitu kifanyika, it's a show up. Yes, uh, but I also saw my sister and also my mom, they were really huge in saving uh, money, or even if it's just like maybe around the house or something, or a circle. Mm. Um, I've seen my sister save for her younger daughter through Jumbo Junior. So she really saves um, in their elephant thing. Yeah, the Jumbo Junior. Thing, and then uh, she sends us to the bank to um to break it to break it yeah and so even before she started school she had already like had like, uh, her own like kitty, money, kitty yeah. somewhere yeah. okay so i think that's that's i i've just seen it i've never had like conversations yeah about it with any adult until so now is when i'm like more keen to make sure that i'm learning because mm-hmm. i feel like these are lessons that things lessons that um parents should teach us and Very not true. really give us to figure it out so let me ask uh what would be um since your parents were able to kind of like mm. mentor you also into it how do you think parents could introduce these conversations to children at a younger age number one is the jumbo junior mm. it's perfect simple yeah. Yeah. exciting happy yeah you did it to so fun yeah actually you're trying to teach the bell and trying to get a coin out you know <laughs> Jumbo Juniors. Yeah. Number two, figure out a way your child can earn money. Mm. For, my, for my small bro, yeah. like I'm trying fatherhood with him. Like mm. I tell him, by the way, you're on holiday. I want yeah. you to do this work. Yeah. Do this. I'll give you 50 bob. And the guy gets big. And now he sees that mm. you need to earn money. Earn money, yeah. And then for that 50 You need bob, to also do something yeah. to earn money. Yes. It doesn't. That then you tell him, okay, this yeah. is 20, 20, 10. I'll put this 20 bob in your. Jumbo yeah, Junior yeah. for your future, then mm. you can use. So you can yeah. incorporate that in how they see money. They see money. Yeah. So you need to show them that uh, money is a tool for 
it's a tool for for achieving things mm. and showing them that it's a good thing yeah. you know yeah. and it yeah. can be used for the right purposes mm. so i think that's how parents can actually yeah bring your children to understand money yeah. and then um monkeys monkey see monkey do mm-hmm. you know there's a <laughs> there's a poem by someone called the chapu follow me oh. so just have your right habits around money and your child will just complete you just complete so just pick it up mm. very true have you ever seen um like tiger Woods and his son when oh, when no, the son is playing true. um golf uh-huh. he has the exact same thing for his oh. dad even the same nose flicks the oh. same um stands on the side it's exact to the point where you're seeing people emulate emulate yeah what you see is what you do actually uh, i think the person i follow a lot is um lebron james with his son who plays basketball, basketball. and he's so good mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god he's really like the, the it's like kind of a film you know like the the fact that their dads are this great they also feel they can you know it's like yes. somebody has already set the pace for them and that also gives them the confidence that they can actually be great. Yes, very true. And and so even when they are moving, they are not moving with like we like doing seekers. It's like to go and Yeah, very true. we are constantly doubting whether we actually gonna yeah. get there. But when really someone has gone before you mm. and you've seen they actually done it, you have even much more confidence in approaching it. I agree with you because you've seen them do it. Oh, that's there's this, that's, that's there's so this quote um, mm. that says, "Shine bright, mm. light your candle so." bright yeah so that when you shine you're now others got to the permission to shine, to shine. so if you're mm-hmm. there the best thing you can do for others is yeah. to be the best you can be, you can be. and you'll inspire them to be the best to they be can be because you'll see i yeah i can do it yeah. me too yeah so um in in the different boot camps you've had and in the interactions that you've had what are some of the myths <laughs> yes you have heard that people have about money even for yourself like what mm. some of the myths that you had about money um and it's something that maybe you're relearning number one yeah. very very important money is scarce in kenya mm. ah there's too much money in kenya have you seen all this yeah me by here? the way this is this is really yeah. my, my reason you see the, the time yeah the covid time yeah. and then this economic crisis we have been having mm. and then people say ah, akia kuna kuna. and then you walk just down here or you yeah. go to a club yeah. so, me, i think the club is where i usually say because that's that's essentially it's it's not a need mm. But there are people there and it's full and it's packed there are cars packed everywhere then that's i'm really like okay you don't have money the rest have money <laughs> let me tell you get out of get out of that bubble of there's no money in kenya there's too, too much, much money, money in kenya even the people saying that there's 93 million in the yes there's the coffers uh, in the yeah. treasury you yeah. know the government is not a saving institution mm. on a day they collect almost 10 billion even 30 yeah. billion yeah. and spend it again mm. so it's a matter of in out in, in out. out so there's always money Where you that value chain yeah in so out. um there's a lot of money you just need to see it even for me i had that because mm. thinking there's no money in kenya and yeah. but there's so much money you can yeah. see it from the projects that are being done people yeah. are traveling people are drinking it's drinking, crazy yeah. people are living very good lives mm. so there's money and now you just need to convince yourself that there's money because in a very global world yeah yeah actually the fourth best economy in africa mm. and probably one of the most liquid ones yeah in africa you know because there's so much investor engagement here yeah, yeah. um we saw like in 2021 20, mm-hmm. i think um 40 billion was invested in startups in kenya mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah, yeah. we're actually i think number two highly invested yes. uh, uh, from south africa just you kenya. actually it was nigeria, in nigeria oh, Niger- oh it's nigeria it's usually nigeria, nigeria south Israel, africa yeah. egypt kenya and mm-hmm you see that there's so much wealth yeah, yeah. so that's not one myth number two people think that to invest you need a lot of money no yeah. you need as little as 100 shillings, 100 to shillings. Yeah. you can invest that in a money market fund in shares yeah yeah in some cryptocurrencies yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. so um i think that's another myth that mm. you need a lot of money to invest you know invest, just start yeah. with what you have so that's another myth i have seen mm-hmm. any other myth um let me think let me think let me think yeah, the myth. Um, I think those are the two main ones main that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. And then another one is that investments are difficult. You know, they are very simple. Yeah. Very Should simple. attend this bootcamp to see how simple, simple they are. <laughs> they are too simple, actually. They are very simple. Just need to understand the core concepts. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Just a matter of discipline and mm. planning and awareness. But apart from that, it's very simple. Do you think a lot of people have a lot of knowledge around how money operates? From, from your experience 
I do think you are, I feel like somehow, I don't know, maybe from my interactions that you have maybe this set mindset of, you know, you go to work, you earn money, you get a house, but no one tells you how you earn that house, how you, you know, and all these concepts are around. I do think we are knowledgeable, we are calculators in terms of like... Out of 10. Yeah, as out of people, 10. Yeah, mostly as young people. I think I would say a 3. A 3. I would say a 3 because mm -hmm. many things are very achievable yeah. from small steps, but yeah. look at them as... Power uh, or so you don't see the power of starting early, you don't see the power of compounding, you don't see the power of yeah. you know planning very simply on how you can execute, execute and get a house by the time you're in ten mm. years' time and in just small steps. In small steps. Um people fear banks, people don't want to even open an account, account you know. Yeah, so like yeah. um I feel like we have a lot to do. Mm. Um usually have we have good concepts around it, but yeah. I feel like there's a way that if you understand how you can use it as a tool mm. and money can be used very simply to from small beginnings yeah. to grow very well it's very simple but also you need to think around it you need mm. to think around okay how can i plan my finances very well very how can well. i yeah. say like even for me mm -hmm. something like life insurance yeah. i used yeah. to i wasn't up for it mm -hmm. and then my mom told me there's money back life insurance yeah. basically your base payments um for the next like for, for me to 15 years mm -hmm. in case i die my parents get good. something good yeah at least you know like mm -hmm. just to like <laughs> remember sense. me by you know at, yeah. at least when i'm yeah. allowed and in case i don't die it comes back to me with interest and growth mm -hmm. and saving on my taxes yeah. a good return over 12 percent uh, consistent returns no oh, tax and so and it even reduces the taxes that you're paying and so you realize oh my god actually a very good tool sure, yeah. you're like okay yeah. i should have bought my money today uh through forest but mm. why can't you do forest and also save Seriously, your life yeah, because yeah. in case you get sick you see if you're also insuring against some diseases yeah, yeah like some yeah. critical illnesses so in case you get let's say a stroke, a stroke mm -hmm. even if you make 200,000, you you'll have to pay that all oh, to the hospital, hospital yeah. but that can cover you to an extent yeah. and still in case you don't die, you have a return mm. to yourself. In case you die, you say you live and die kama <laughs> momoka. Any kind of way. So, so I feel like we just need to understand these two simple concepts yeah, yeah. and just utilize them. I think for me, I'm, I'm learning um, there's that part that I'm learning. First, it's it's a long term game. Yes. And I think most young people, I think that's why we are the most susceptible to scams, is because we really want. Quick, quick money quick money quick money quick money uh but i'm learning on having it like as a long-term game um and also understanding like right now i'm in corporate so sometimes you know when you're getting a job how you negotiate i want to look at it from a package perspective uh minus also salary so i want to see what are my perks i want to understand yeah and I, yeah because when Very i was powerful. in high i remember i was in capital so i was mm. doing my degree um one of the lecturers, and it was an economy, an economics class, mm. and the lecturer said, I know um, getting a good salary, a huge salary is good, but getting a good salary, maybe not a huge salary, a good salary, but it packs, helps you manage this salary even way better. Very true. Than when, because, for example, currently I have, like, maybe, for example, medical insurance. Mm. I never used to appreciate it before, but now that I have a full cover, I'm like, so when I go to hospital, I don't have to yes, think. Yes. I don't have to think that I have to cover this expense. I was doing consultation with my friend in my work at Microsoft. Yeah. When you're employed at a very good place, number one, if they are doing a pension scheme, yeah. you'll hear put half, they'll top up half. Yeah. Take advantage. Yeah. 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 Take advantage. Yeah. You'll hear they're giving loans at 3%, 4%, 5%. Take advantage. Take advantage. Even take that loan and then loan to other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, those facts are really important. Important, yeah. And very it's, true. Uh, yeah, it's very, that's a very good point. Yeah. You just need to figure out, okay, what's the advantage of being here? Of here, yeah. How can you take advantage of that and yeah. use it to my strength? For me, yeah. that, from very humble beginnings, when I got a job, I was able to take a loan. Mm. That loan helped him get a taxi. Yeah. That helped him get some extra shillings and you grow yeah. to your next one and your next one. Yeah. Take loans to build. So it's very, very important. Important. Too important. Yeah. important. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I like that. So that's I think that has been um but uh has been like my my, my learning when I, when you get a job because I think right now because most people I think most people our age are trying to enter the job market and I'm very sure there's the fear of how um how 
they will handle their money and yes. most times the first time you get money you just have to spend it you have to buy this is how you <laughs> when you're young yeah. uh, and you ask for something like for example a dress and then your mom told you ah, you can't you can't buy that for you mm. then you tell yourself when you grow up i'm gonna get that dress <laughs> what would be like the advice of people who are essentially like entering the market and this is when mm. they are Energized, energized, and it's when they're catching the you know the money is when <laughs> at least it's a bit of consistency yes. and stuff like that. What would be like your advice? My advice, my advice to you is simple: mm-hmm. pay yourself first, and that comes from not paying here now, but paying mm-hmm. the future. So yeah. if you get let's say twenty k, yeah, I'll say for me personally, mm-hmm. I'll say five k is mine for the future. Mm-hmm. So I'll put it in my life insurance, my circle, yeah. my some cryptocurrency or some shares. Yeah. Now I'm, le- I'm left with 15,000. Yeah. Now that one, don't go and splash. Splash, splash. But remember, you already paid yourself. And that gives you so much freedom. That's simple. Yeah. That's simple. Already, you can budget. Yeah. Um, you can say, okay, 5K, I've already paid myself first. Mm-hmm. Now 15K. 10K is expensive. Now yeah. 5K, at an end, Nicholas Moki 55. I'm still okay. I'm still within my yes, budget. Yeah, budget. So yeah. sometimes you make it too difficult to say, Apana, Nicholas Moki, Moja. But sometimes just make it simple. Pay yourself yeah, first yeah. and forget about it. Um, look at your expenses, ensure that is there. Yeah, yeah. I've been learning the art of rewarding yourself. Because mm. um, sometimes when you are in a space where you're feeling, you know, somehow it feels like a restricted. Yes. You know, where you feel like you have to have a budget and if it's a thousand, it's a thousand. And you know, this money, there's savings and stuff like this. But learning on how, if it is my budget, I put there, dining out, having fun, and Saturday, so that I don't feel like it's just paying the bills and doing this and mm-hmm. doing this, and that frees you from um, overspending because yes. you already have money also for having the fun that that you <coughs> want. So that's how I'm, I'm kind of like approaching. I like that. <laughs> approaching it now. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Actually, it's a lesson I'm learning. Yeah. I think rewarding yourself is such an important part of yeah. abundance. Mm. That for me, um, like last day I worked so hard. Yeah. The money I got, I was putting it back mm. to projects, giving, yeah. to investments. Business, I wasn't yeah. much rewarding myself. Yeah. This year came, I was doing a homegrown business, mm. starting it. So my salary, I wasn't giving myself a salary. What I earn from investments, yeah. earn from my investors, yeah. I'm buying more stock. Yeah. So it's like this cycle. And then you reach a point where you're so demotivated and so bored. Mm. And so I said to myself, yeah. okay, Clarence, no, take yourself for a holiday. Mm. And then find yourself now you yeah. tie hard work to success to success yeah. i mean to to a, to a reward yeah, yeah and so it's it's like a dopamine effect so you know i'll work mm-hmm. so hard then i'll go have fun, have fun. And so now you have more ideas you figure out even projects mm-hmm. like how do you in july how do you do it? i traveled twice mm-hmm. that was the best month for a company for all of them like investors f1 personally yeah. as a brand it was the best month and so that's a lesson of, of mm-hmm. learning yeah Learn how to reward yourself very yeah, well, yeah. Because yeah. it's very, because for you, it's it's a long term game. You don't want to deplete your gas. Yeah. So yeah. learn how to. It's like you're fueling yourself in a way. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I got to travel last week, and mm-hmm. I'm feeling like the energy I have right now, guys. The <laughs> energy yes, I have. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm feeling like yeah, and so like yeah. they usually say there's more impact in your hours than like the number of hours you work. Yeah, so yeah. just have the most impactful hours. So <laughs> I love that. Reward yourself. Yeah, reward That's yourself. an important mindset to have mm. that will change your financial life. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Because when I start, when I was starting this, I think after uh, mostly, I think I started being more curious about investments after actually uh, attending the investment podcast. I keep, I keep referring to it because it really, really um, made a huge mark to me, mm. and I learned. Like some of the things I used to be afraid of are not now I'm not afraid of them and I'm actually already investing in them. So after when I when I was thinking about it, I I have always wanted to travel, but people yes. also think travel is very uh, expensive. So what I did is every month, so I have a vacation. I have a, when I'm saving, when I'm distributing my savings mm-hmm. and my investments, I have savings investments. Then I have like things like school. Because I'm taking myself back to school, <laughs> so there's that aspect, and then also I had money for vacation, so I saved. I've saved over a period of time, and then after a period of time, you have like significant amount of money mm-hmm. to actually take yourself somewhere nice. Mm-hmm. So that's also the good thing about saving or even like planning ahead. ahead. And then it also gives you the patience to save because you know ah, 
in at this time kuna mahali naenda ama kuna kitu nafanya and it's very significant they yeah. say the most productive time of your life yeah. is just the day three days before you go on holiday it's true because so, this month i have i'm doing so much because yeah. i'm going, going, going in, in, yeah in, in october so we focused uganda on thursday 1 a.m yeah wednesday night i'm sending proposals i'm trying to finish all my work and yeah. i was like these things are taking too much time yeah but i was just sending them so that, so that when i go you don't i don't have stories yeah, so yeah. i realized by the way you become the most productive than you know you're going somewhere and um it makes it fun mm-hmm. it's like yeah, a game you know? yeah reach level 5 get a Next. apple or yeah. some coins yeah. so do that oh, yeah. it's, it's really actually it's a genius way of living yeah actually i'm just let me there's a um let me ask about um what are some of the values you think would be important for you to be successful in this like first uh, having a successful personal financial training some values yeah some values number one I think um discipline is very important. Yeah. Um and I think discipline now stands into planning. Yeah. Just have a financial plan like put your goals down on paper. Mm. And put your face yeah. you, the ones we share. Yeah, yeah, put your face there, put your goals, put yeah. your why. You know like I want to make money so that I take care of my family. Yeah. I can go on holiday like yeah. the girls can respect me. Anything that touches yeah. your heart. Yeah. Not anything. Like yeah. you know I want to, you know like when my friends are going out even me don't want to feel like ah uh, uh, like anything make, that makes yeah. sense to you yeah. even even if it's foolish yeah. even if you want to to go out and show people your mm. money put anything that resonates with your heart because it's an emotional reason yeah so um make a plan mm-hmm. um have discipline yeah. i would say um give a lot yeah giving yeah. is a form of abundance and it's such an integral yeah. part of our of yeah. financial wellness because when you give it shows that you deliver the idea more um oh, so yeah. giving is very important and also it ties your success to to a larger cause mm. one thing i usually try and do is i tried i said from formula one 10 percent of our revenue will go to community service mm-hmm. so what does that mean yeah it means that even when i'm not feeling motivated to work i know that i need to work hard so that this is there can get something yeah. so that yeah. gives you an extra edge yes. like you have more reason you know yeah. like the story you tell yourselves is everything and so you need to tell yourself mm-hmm. the most romantic the most emotional <laughs> the most you know yeah. story and yeah. that will take you and give you that extra edge to work that extra hour yeah. to make that extra call oh. to go against your fears yeah. so it's very very important yeah. um so discipline giving um you said rewarding yourself mm. so how do you put the value so i think love loving uh, yourself love. loving yourself yeah, yeah yes all other forms of yes are loving yourself saving for your future is loving yourself and taking care of yourself but this is like more of like a dose fueling yourself in a way to, yes. to be able to achieve i think more love for yourself for yeah. the future i think, so I think it's those three just yeah. make it simple discipline love and mm. giving I feel like sometimes somehow um as a as you're talking I'm relating this a lot to my fitness. Mm. Like when I'm constantly really, she's been amazing. <laughs> actually I can tell a huge difference from from that last time you said. Yeah. <laughs> actually I can I can see the okay. huge difference. Eh. Okay. My gym people. I'm Jenny. <laughs> I'm Jenny the gym. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, there's a lot of discipline that you need to have and sometimes mm. this discipline is um sometimes this discipline sometimes you don't feel like going mm-hmm. sometimes you don't feel like doing some of the things sometimes you know you, you're just feeling you, you're not in the feels your emotions yeah. and your emotions are not aligned to what you need to be achieving for that Very day true. but you still need to show up um and also you you know you need the consistency is very very important mm-hmm. and you still have to have a goal and i'm also f- having uh, i'm also learning that um sometimes you hit a certain goal and then when you say hit a certain goal it usually makes you want more So having a goal is very important. Because when you hit that goal it makes you feel oh come I can achieve this so I can actually aim for higher and as you've said like this time you take a loan and you saw how you managed it so next time you're going to go for something uh, uh, bigger yeah. or even go for something maybe bigger than what you thought you'd, you'd have. So I think uh for me those are some of the things I'm, I'm learning and also patience. And patience. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. I think what I can tie to that is momentum. Mm. I think success is momentum. 
much of just start. It's just it's not it gets like easier. You know, yeah. it gets easier. Yeah. So I really like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. So you know, even in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I yeah. was gyming so well, and then I said one week off. Ah, that was it. But then it's true. <laughs> <laughs> now it's five months later. <laughs> five think, months later. Yeah, so yeah. momentum yeah. can be good or bad. I think one of the things I've been learning has been how to um sit in discomfort and work from that place because I feel like discomfort kind of fuels me to achieve more. So. Before I started to invest my journey and even my fitness, the things I saw were not making me happy. And so I sat with that discomfort and I had to be very um, honest with myself. Yourself. And it fueled my growth. Um, and I think most of the things I've been able to achieve is because I've sat in those kind of discomforts. And it's fueled me to want to want more. Yeah. So how has that been? Very true, even for me, yeah. honestly. I we went swimming and we were dancing <laughs> and then people were taking videos yeah. and I was watching those videos and I was like I'm glad I'm not looking particularly nice and too skinny so <laughs> I think that level of discomfort made me yeah. feel more energy to go to the gym yeah. and I think it's just telling myself I'm not happy with who I am oh. I'm grateful for who I am but I'm not happy yeah. so yeah. it's a holy discontent yeah. and yeah. so yeah. even with your financials say okay I'm not happy that the fact that I'm not here yet yeah. what can I do to get here to get here yeah. it, brings in ideas when you have mm. that pressure it brings in ideas it brings yeah. in um, opportunities you look yeah. at things differently yeah. you're willing to work harder yes. like for me now i'm yes. not i'm discomforted by some things yeah and so now i know that i need to get some things yeah, working, working and going yeah. forward because yeah. i i just love excellence and yeah. so i know that i need to change this about my business i need to grow this i need yeah. to incorporate these kinds of uh, people yeah so it's very very important to just be unhappy with mediocrity mm. and to say okay guys i'm not happy here let's use let's use this as fuel yes, to go yes, forward yes. so guys in your finances if you're not happy that's a chance for you to have extra fuel yes. in your belly to, yeah. to push, push further yeah and i also think discomfort how you view your discomfort is very very important because mm. i the other day listening to a podcast where they said everything's about perception so if you view your discomfort as a way of like yeah, mm-hmm. and feeling discouraged it can you can you have a moment to feel that way but also use it perceive it as a fuel to get you to yeah. better to achieve your goals yeah i agree yeah. with you yeah. actually my, my mentor told me clients you have an optimism bias mm. but it's because entrepreneurship is such a difficult game just need to have the right perspective like yeah. anything negative is positive it anything was, positive is more positive, positive. <laughs> so like um like for example you say i got into an accident yeah and um and um, I told myself, okay, this was a small accident. Yeah. Um, probably God was saving me from a big accident and yeah. telling me to be more careful. Yeah. So that makes you more accepting, accepting of things. Yeah. You see things as positive. At a point, I, um, I had one of my employees who blackmailed me at yeah. a point. Yeah. And so I told my mentor, and he was like, boss, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Those are the problems you need to be facing now. So you yeah. know how to handle them. Because yeah. Yeah. when you're a big billionaire, you'll have 100 employees disturbing you or an entire wing. Yeah. Um, like, I think, um, yes, I, I don't want to mention names yeah, of these yeah, big yeah, companies, yeah, yeah. but yeah. an entire wing wants to go on strike. Yeah. So you don't know how to handle these things. So I think perception is everything. It's, it's everything. And yeah. so use everything as your fuel. Yeah. If you're broke, I would say poor. Yeah. Use it as a fuel for you to make the best story. Mm. Be like, ah, I'm oh, like, oh. going to be from grass to grace. You know? yes, yes. If you're successful, use it as an opportunity to say, I'm, I was, I'm here, yeah. but I can make it to the best level the ever best and level. help so yeah. many people yeah. move yeah. low to high. So use it as the best fuel the best in the world. Fuel you can whether it's yeah. good or bad, yeah. whether you're happy, yeah. say, I'm so happy that I'm happy, and it's an opportunity for me to be, to make other people happy yeah. Yeah. and to grow other people and to yeah. give more. So everything yeah. is a, blessing it's a blessing very yes. very very true so what books or podcasts would you recommend for people to listen to so that they can you know get to learn more about uh, how to improve or improve their personal finances, finances um and also contribute to their successes wonderful so my favorite book to start with is rich dad poor dad yeah i read it and it blew my mind uh, they say the rich invent money yeah has this very important concept such as mm-hmm. the indian giver mm-hmm. such as um, how to pay yourself first yeah. Such as the, the need for heroes that we're talking about, yeah, where yeah. you need to um, put heroes yeah, who you're relating in their finances yeah. and then keep them close to you so that you say, um, and he says, heroes make things look easy, mm, you know? Yes, and so, yes. but when you have your heroes there, you say, what would 
what would Lambert do? What would Lambert do? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what would Redania do? What would yeah. um, Ruto do if mm. you're a hustler, you know? Yeah. If you're trying to hustle, you know? Mm. Actually, guys, we're in a hustling nation, so guys <laughs> need to hustle, hustle, hustle. So, um, that's fuel actually. It makes you feel like you're part of a big. Big, uh, yeah, group, something, yeah, big you know? group, you're all hustling mm. together. And actually, honestly, together. I'm really excited for this new government. Yeah. The stuff they've had is, I feel, is a bit encouraging. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see how it goes. Yeah. I yeah. feel like they've signed off on a good note. How yeah. his, his speech to the world was, oh, yeah, was... top notch. I just felt, oh, <laughs> that's our president. Yeah, and, you know, like, <laughs> they changed lives. And I feel like we, have, we might have an Obama moment if, mm. we, if he has the heart yeah. to sound fully because yeah. he has the energy the brains the hard work yeah. he's self-made so it's, which is exciting yeah another book you should read is money master the game where he talks mm. to the best 50 investors in the world talks about yeah. financial wellness yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. financial freedom mm. talks about and you see other people and you see other perspectives yeah. and for me someone who's in the book yeah. where he, he interviews different uh, people people who have actually you know gone before, gone before you change the, the world and you see different yeah. approaches you can yeah. do the long-term game yeah. the Hedging, yeah. the high frequency trading, the guy who does index fund. Mm-hmm. So it's everything into one, yeah. right? Um, another book is called Common Stocks and Common Profits. Mm-hmm. And it's just a guide on how to get the best strong, stable, but high growth companies. And that oh. is the best, for me, the best strategy you can take when investing. Yeah, yeah. So you have, you're looking for higher returns while lowering the risk. Yeah. And that is the yeah. sweet spot yes. when it comes to investment. Uh, when it comes to podcasts, uh, number one, my favorite guy is called Patrick Ben David. He has a lot of entrepreneurship mm. and also finance content, which yeah. is amazing. Number two, I would say Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey brings in the aspect of wholesomeness. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you, okay, how do you invest? Number one, how do you do money back with insurance? How do you it's have accountability? Yeah. You know, accountability is everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, come together, send people and say, believe we are Changai man. Mm. Actually, our first investment we did in shares, we did it as a group of friends. Mm. And that's and we had been saving for three two years before, so it shows the power of oh, coming yeah, together. Coming together, you know? very true. Yeah. There's this yeah. quote I was saying, not a quote. I was saying, come together with ten friends and take a loan together, build a house, sell the house, then own this, yeah. own a business, yeah. and then and just showing how people move from mm. a small community somewhere and they own the entire. Oh, so you know, in Kenya we have the Razi boys. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like in and yeah, Mungas. Yeah, they're all from one yeah. community and from one village right. and they're working together. together yeah. So which is really powerful. And now they own, you know, they're owning the the K ones, the yeah. all these businesses like Nabri Town, mm. the oh. the nuts businesses. So very exciting. Um so I love the Ramsey. Yeah. And lastly I would say so there's the Ramsey, there's Patrick Ben David, mm-hmm. there's Robert Kiyosaki, which is very interesting, but yeah. also very controversial. But it's good yes. to have all these divergent views so you can make a decision that is yeah, very yeah. unique because Kiyosaki focuses on cash flow. Mm. That's why he raise the money going yeah, and how good, can yeah. I be a part of that? Yeah. And so it's very interesting so that you're able to see other views and bring them together and say, okay, now this is my view. So yes. those three yeah. and those three books. Yes. So please, uh, we'll make sure that we uh, plug in the podcast, we put the podcast links and also the books. Make sure that you buy them. I have the so uh, Tony Robbins' book, um, I think I've also read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but I think I need to read it because I read it, I read it, I think when I was in high school or something. So I think I need to read that. I think one of the other books um, that I read was The Smart Money Woman. Uh, and that book was fueled yeah. me as a woman to yeah. want to be financially independent. Free. Yeah, and free. So that was an interesting book because it gave the different perspective a woman could be. So a married woman, a woman who uh, wants to be bigger lifestyle, but they are not the one who are paying for the bigger lifestyle. So when the people who are financing it move, uh, things become a bit difficult. And um, um, which one? Do they are one for baby boys. I, I'm not sure. We can look for it. <laughs> yeah. So it has five different women in very different situations mm. and how they they start had um working towards um, their financial goals mm-hmm. and so it's, it's quite interesting we even have a, a Netflix series amazing based on that book so amazing. for me that was one, one of the I books love that. that I really like this yeah. book I read it's called Smart the New Rich mm-hmm. and I read it in university it was so impactful in how to it was so simple but yeah. so informative and it was written by a lady who used to work in CNN and mm-hmm. I loved it so much so that's a book you should read yeah Smart the New Rich a guide for millennials oh I can assist you. 
<laughs> so please plug in your business and mm. what you guys do and how can people reach you yes yes so i am a hustler so check out young investors africa yeah check out current Muhoro on instagram and all linkedin yeah. youtube yeah. facebook tiktok yeah. you also on tiktok you have to eh? yeah you know, the guys were saying um tiktok ni our mama but then we, we realized <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> when, business when the pandemic was starting yeah. people were saying hey i think hey, hey, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but you know those are just new too um i would say um check us out the underscore investors underscore space or young investors africa yeah. on social media uh where you can see our content you can come on to us to help you in investments yeah. planning to help you in consultations to help yeah. you valuations for your business yeah. advisory yeah. even for your business which is very important uh which is something we're very good at and we keep on drawing and learning yeah i would say um that's young investors africa for training you on how to be the best investor there is mm. and we, our job is to guide you to create wealth through investment yeah guidance mentorship games accountability and all yeah, there is yeah. um uh you can check out the f1 space mm. f1 underscore space yeah uh, things are space space i think that goes to the moon <laughs> to the moon <laughs> and so we have the best family run merchandise yeah um apart from that um we are, we are doing a project called Empreneur. We yeah. are trying to build a million dollar entrepreneurs, mm. uh, a million dollar millionaires million, um, yeah. by 2030 with some of my favorite mentors. Yes. And so guys, in our bios, you'll see our link tree. Just go there, sign up yeah. um, to be in the beta test. Yeah. It's coming very soon, hopefully in December. Okay. Really. May God bless that project. Amen. And uh, yes, I think that's what, um, that's what you're doing. That's what you're all about. If you need any help with resources like books, yeah. if you need any advice, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, feel free to you know, connect us to people. Yeah. The best form of marketing is swarms, you yeah. know, like strong word of yeah, mouth. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. let's help each other. Let's go on another. Go another yeah. yeah, so that's how you can find us. Yes, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for honoring our invite and for your time. And I totally recommend the boot camps. Check them out. That's where my journey started this year. And I like that was the best investment I made this year. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. So make sure to also uh, follow us on our different uh, platforms on Instagram and TikTok at we underscore r underscore feel. Make sure to subscribe. Hit the subscription button. Subscription. Yeah, button, button. <laughs> uh, and the notification bell so that every time we upload a new video, uh, you're notified. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank yes. Thank you. To me, it's <laughs> to say thank you to yeah. We Are Fio. I'm really excited for you guys. I'm really proud of you. Thank um, you. May you. May your channel just bring a lot of wellness, a lot Amen. of joy, a lot of favor, grace, success for the listeners. Yes. You guys support them as much as you can. Share their videos, recommend yeah, to a friend. <laughs> if you can, um, you know, Mpesa, Mpesa them. Mpesa, to touch a number of <laughs> You know, like, just support each other and grow as a community. Yes. But it's been such a pleasure. I hope yeah. you guys will take some of these lessons and uh, we can become friends and grow together because I think impact requires collective action yeah. and not isolation. Yes. And so let's grow together. You know, this is our world. Let's own our future. We are the young. Be the best you can be and let God do the rest. Oh, I cannot add anything else to that. So thank you so much and bye-bye.